The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Let's get happy today. I think just about everybody I know might like to be just a little bit happier. That's why I played that song. I just I couldn't resist. It's out there, so I thought I'll play it because today we're going to talk about happiness. And I really think every single mom and some dads who are tuning in today, are you're going to get some help. I think most moms would admit that they li- would really like to be happier. I mean, even if life is good... Many of us would like to feel happier overall, and, and maybe let's make this a happy year if that's possible. Uh, and we'd like to pass it on to our kids as well. And so I'm super excited to have the author of the book, The Year of Living Happy, on the show today, because I thought, oh, amen. Let's let 2019 be a year of happiness. I mean, maybe 2018 was a good year for you. It wasn't a fabulous year. <laughs> it was a very difficult year for me. But you know what? God is good, because I learned a lot of lessons in uh, the difficulty, and that's just the way he operates. But I thought, I, I just know when I come up against moms and they're busy and they're dealing with just so much stuff and schedules and setbacks and illness and financial difficulty and maybe some problems in their relationships and blah, blah, blah. They just want to get a hold on having a happier mindset. And that's what we're going to do for you today. Because today's guest has been on the Today Show. She's been on Good Morning America. She's the author of another book that got a lot of attention called Breaking Busy uh, because basically just about all of us are too busy and we need to stop it. That's why she wrote that book. But uh, I I would say that, well, and a couple other things about her. She uh, started a magazine called Blissfully Domestic. She co-founded something called Blistom, which, as I understand it, is the single largest international women's small business conference in the world. And, oh, by the way, she's raising five boys at the same time. And she's got a husband, so a lot of people to serve. Today, we're going to give away a few copies of her book, The Year of Living Happy. So I'm happy to have Allie Worthington on the show today, and I hope she's going to be a huge blessing to you. Welcome, Allie, to Channel Mom. Hi. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Oh, you're welcome. Are you feeling happier now? (laughs) I am feeling way happy. How can you not be happy? Right. Well, truly, in the end, that's a very good question. And so I want to dive in. I told you, just so everybody knows, kind of off air, I was corresponding with Allie and saying, girl, the last time I had you on, you you had this whole thesis um, in your book, Fierce Faith, right? That was the book you were on about last time. And you said... 
sometimes when we step out in life, especially as Christians, we come up against some blowback and don't be discouraged and don't be surprised. I mean, even Jesus said in the world, you're going to have tribulation, but press on and persevere and endure and, and, and then thrive. I mean, do all of it. And right after she was on the show, I just got hit by a bunch of stuff. And, and I, you know, when I get brave about it, I'm going to talk about some of it on the air, but I wrote her and I said, I, I really have not been able to hardly wait to get you back on the show. So I'm so glad she wrote this book because now it's time for me to get happy. So I'm so glad that you wrote the book. So as you know, you go through a bunch of, t- it's a beautiful book, by the way, a hardcover book. And if anybody would like to win it today, 303-873-1935. We hope you'll also consider giving a donation to Channel Mom, $10, $20 when you call to win the book, The Year of Living Happy. 303-873-1935. Okay, so it's really beautiful, this hardcover book. You could give it as a gift. And each little snippet chapter has a new suggestion about how to get your mind in a place of ready of readiness to be happy because it really isn't about our circumstances. So so can you tell me the single greatest lesson? Have you thought of that, Allie, the single greatest lesson from the book of, of all these chapters that you think uh, would be the best takeaway for a mom just to start out? Yeah, I think that for happiness we really have to wake up every day and decide that no matter what comes at me no matter if halfway through the day the kids have spread peanut butter all over the couch or the dogs throw enough or there's a bill that comes in i can make the decision to have an attitude of happiness even in the middle of distress even in the middle of crazy because we do have control over that yeah, we do. We do. And, 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 but, but, but just as an example, because you went through some hard things with your husband and he, he has oh, hor- yeah. horrible adult asthma. Am I right about that? J- mm-hmm. j- just as an example, how do you do, how do you make that switch? We had a guest on a couple of weeks ago talking about how we name the negative thought, say no to the negative thought, and then replace it with something from God's word, something positive. Um, and, and it's a way to retrain our brain. It's the Dr. Caroline Leaf stuff. It's all of that. But mm-hmm. just in a practical way, what have you learned about making a decision in the middle of bills in the middle of an illness in the middle of stuff the kids have done and maybe in the middle of a fight with a spouse how do you just make that that switch and and become happy or decide to be happy in the middle of that well i think that when we think about being happy we have this concept that we're just deliriously happy and everything's great and we're laughing and you know we're dancing through the tulips you know um but to me happiness is just feeling like everything in the end is going to be okay yeah it's when I put my head down on the pillow at night, I go, he may not be perfect, but I have a husband that I love and loves me back. The kids may struggle in this area or that area, but I'm so blessed to be the, this, the mother to all these boys. You know, we may not know how we're going to pay that big bill next month, but God knows how it's going to get paid. Yeah. And everything around us can feel hard. It can feel difficult. But when we kind of make the decision that we want to have an attitude of happiness, but also one really powerful, practical thing we can do is just go, what does a good life, what does feeling good and happy look like to me? And so for me, my husband, my kids, my work, I mean, even my dog, these are things that all make me happy. If all of these things are okay, I'm okay, no matter what other crazy things happen in the world. Yeah. It's true, and it's 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 part of that gratitude thing, like to go back. Okay, so if I'm, if I'm feeling tempted to be unhappy, go back to the things that I know that I have that are good that I can be grateful for and thank God for that make me happy. And you can make that kind of turnaround, that that little switch in your brain. Totally. Um, yeah, you, but also a lot of those same things I talked about with fierce faith. With and you mentioned a, a great technique too, 
stepping back from our thoughts and challenging them and going, I may feel this way right now, but is this truth? Is this accurate? How, you know, if, if I, I one, one thing I like to do is when I'm feeling bad, I go, if I weren't so stressed out by this right now, how would I behave? Yeah. And then I make the decision to behave in that way. Um, In the year of living happy, I call call it faith it till you make it as opposed to fake it till you make it, (laughs) where we have faith that God's going to see us through. We have faith that he's going to do a good work in us, and we just behave as if until it starts to happen. Yeah. So for both our Facebook listeners and folks listening on 94.7 The Word, uh, I guess our podcast listeners can't do this, but on Friday, you can call in. You can't do it on Saturday. 303-873-1935, And you can win this fabulous hardcover, beautiful, gorgeous book with the beautiful bouquet of yellow flowers on it, The Year of Living Happy. Please call us and win Allie's book because I think it's going to be a blessing. Just know it. Maybe it's for you. So please call that number. Okay. So you actually have an example of having to make a, a, a recognition of a thought or, or feeling unhappy about something um, and then and then recognizing that there was actually happiness in it. I know you've got an example of something scary you went through, but it actually ended in unexpected happiness. Talk about that, please. Well, I mean, I went through this often with my husband, with my husband's illness, with us being in the middle of a scary situation, a difficult situation, and us, we really learned together that in the middle of illness, in the middle of things looking hard and difficult, we learn to kind of fight for our joy and fight for our happiness. When we did that, what happened is not only were we dealing with so much fear and anxiety and difficult times, but it helped us to feel better individually, but it helped draw us together as a couple. And I think that that's really, really important. Well, and I want people to know, like, he, he was close to death. Like, he couldn't breathe yeah. kind of death. It, this wasn't just like, oh, you have a touch of asthma. This was like you thought you could lose him. Yeah, I mean, we were we were rushing to the emergency room just to make sure he could get enough oxygen. And that's why, you know, sometimes I will get pushback on this book and people go, well, I'm just not naturally happy or my life is difficult. And I'm like, well, guess what? Shows the rest of the world's life. You know, we, we don't show how really difficult and, and our most stressful situations on Instagram and Facebook. It's just not how those platforms work. But everybody behind the scenes is struggling. Yeah. And we have the choice to go, okay, in the middle of all these storms, am I going to do the best I can and fight for my own happiness, fight for the life God wants me to have? If you look through Scripture, um, there is no distinction in Scripture between joy and happiness in the original languages. There's nothing. Like, People have made this man-made distinction between joy and happiness, and we think happiness is fleeting. It's this emotion that we feel that's based on what's happening around us, but joy is deep and holy. Well, there's no difference in Scripture. In Scripture, all throughout Scripture, you find out you're going to have a lot of trouble. Things are going to be hard, but fear not. Be happy. Rejoice. Praise (laughs) the Lord. He is saying these two things are fact. You're going to have trouble, but over and over again, he tells us in all different ways. Be happy. Yeah, yeah. The, the song that has, to me was a real game changer. Yeah. The, yes. Yes. That's right. That God gives us permission. So I'm going to read uh, a sentence from the beginning of your, of your book. Here's mm-hmm. what you say. I used to believe 
the search for happiness was a superficial pursuit, that happiness and holiness were mutually exclusive. But now I understand they go hand in hand. And I'm right there with you, girl. Sometimes I think because Jesus had such a profound life and he was so serious about some things, I think, well, maybe God doesn't want me to be happy. Like maybe when I'm striving to laugh or striving to be silly or striving to find the best in something, maybe he wants me to be very serious about the things I'm going through. But, but I think I'm wrong. There's this temptation to think that holiness kind of goes hand in hand with depression. Do you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this idea, and there's this really popular statement that you will see on Pinterest or Instagram or Facebook. It says, do more of what makes you happy or do more, more of what makes you holy, not happy. And the thing is, that statement is 100% unbiblical because the one true way to find happiness in life is by seeking God, is by living a life where you're trying to live with holiness. Because if we believe the lie that happiness comes from you know money or fame or all of that stuff that the world says, we miss out on true happiness and life. True happiness in life comes from chasing after God. That's how we get truly happy. And when we, because you can look at celebrities who have money and fame and all of the stuff yeah. that quote unquote makes you happy, and they're not happy. They're not happy at all. But when we separate holiness and happiness from each other, we're almost pitting them against each other. Like you can't be holy and happy at the same time. And really, the only way to be happy in life is to live a life. Or you are trying to live holy. Oh, so true. And 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 you know, I'm, we're going to get to specific principles that you have, so moms can maybe take a couple tidbits away uh, mm-hmm. from the book. But but I I do want to say that you're right. That there is great joy in in doing the things of God and in seeking God, like giving. You talk about giving, and you talk about remember. There are all kinds of things, and we'll get to some of them. But I just want to give a little example to you. I just got a phone call um, from somebody who works with Channel Mom, a volunteer. She had put a cup, tucked a couple of gift cards from Channel Mom in her purse that we had been gathering for moms over Christmas time and she was feeling guilty that she hadn't given them away yet and thought she was supposed to give them to a mom that we were helping coming out of homelessness. Anyway, she walks in to Target. I'm just going to say the store she walked in. Walks into Target. This woman comes up to her and says, I don't know what to say, but uh, I feel like maybe you're a trustworthy person. I have a job interview and I don't have a bra. All she had was some laundry. She said, I don't have a bra. I don't have anything to wear. I just thought maybe you could help me. She handed her $100 worth of gift cards and said, I've been dragging these around for three months. I believe they were intended for you. The woman broke down in the store and started sobbing because now she had something to pick herself up and go to work. Now, mind you, the woman that gave it to her, Riley, who's a volunteer for us, may have been having a horrible day, but just going along with God and giving and and, and seeking what he wants in a given day can completely change the way that we feel about life. You know, right? Yes. Amen. hundred percent. hundred percent. Wow. What a Isn't that awesome? So we got to go to break, Allie, but I want you to think about the specific tips that you get, that you give, like the stop doing list finding your passion, being okay with who you are, worshiping, remembering, renewing. So we're going to talk about some of those tips when we come back with Allie Worthington with the Year of Living Happy. But I do want to tell you about our friends at Premier Mechanical. Are you having concerns about your furnace? Our furnace is on the blink, and I need help. But Premier Mechanical will come out and look at your furnace for just $39. They'll give you options. They won't upsell you. They'll help you. They'll repair your furnace. They'll give you a new one if you need it. Find them at ClaimYourComfort.com. ClaimYourComfort.com. The V.
vision of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. Here's the deal. Channel Mom is made for moms because moms have one of the most important jobs on the planet. We serve you through the media like our radio show and podcast and YouTube channel with helpful interviews and advice. We do outreach from others through churches, speaking events, Channel Mom coffees, and now in prisons and for moms dealing with homelessness. We'd love to serve you or have you volunteer with us because moms need to be honored. So tell us if you need a speaker or help from our outreach or just want to become a partner to keep Channel Mom thriving for moms at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. We're so here for you. And I'm feeling so good today because we do have a lot of outreach ministries. We don't just do outreach on the airwaves. We also do it on the ground. And I'm so happy about that mom that we just helped today because that's what you support, by the way. If you want to help us out, even $10, $20 a month, go to channelmom.com and donate there because you're helping us love on moms and remind them how important they are and help them in their mothering of their babies um, by helping us. And we were just able to help a sweet mom in Target today. So, And this isn't a commercial for Target, by the way. Um, <laughs> I do I want to remind you to go look for Life Center Littleton uh, online. They do so much good work for families in crisis and for moms in crisis and for single moms. They get them back on track. And when you get a mom back on track, you give a gift to her children because they're back on track as well. So LifeCenterLittleton.org. Please check them out. Support them. Volunteer with them. Whatever you want to do. We are speaking to Allie Worthington, who's you know more famous than me because she's written some really cool books. Her new book is The Year of Living Happy, Finding Contentment and Connection in a crazy world. We're giving one more copy away today if you want to call us 303-873-1935 only on Fridays. That's the only time that we can take a call. Okay, so Allie, we've got about eight minutes for you just to delve in and give mom some great information. It occurs to me, and you write this in the book about our modern world and what it does to women. And it, I think that for women... They're always feeling this thing about, I should be younger, I should be skinnier, I should be prettier, I should be more successful, I should have a bigger house. And so they can never be happy because they're always not the thing they think they should be more of. I'm right there with them. I, I, right now, I feel like I should be younger. Like, I would be more successful if I, didn't look, if I didn't look like an aging woman, you know? And so I think women are up against it when it comes to that scenario in modern culture where we've got social media and so many screens that we can compare ourselves to other people on. What would you say? You talk about on page six about accepting us ourselves for who we are and not comparing. How do we do that? Well, I mean, that accepting ourselves for who we are and not comparing, I think, is the struggle that all women face right now. I think there's a couple of different things we can do, but two things that have helped me, and these are in different um, days of, of the book, that, uh, different chapters that I've written. And one of the most important things we can do is when we're using social media, to use it intentionally. So research has said the more time we spend on social media, the more time we spend on Facebook and Instagram, the more depressed we get yes. because we start comparing. Yes. And the way we can manage to not let social media depress us and discourage us and make us feel badly about ourselves is to make sure that we're active participants. So if we're using Facebook, if we're using Instagram, we need to be commenting on people's photos. We need to be um, liking them. We need to be an active particip- participant. It's when we start scrolling 
that and just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and never actually interacting with anybody that we something happens in our brain where even though we know oh this is just everyone else's highlight reel and all of these pictures are photoshopped and you know people use that facetune app to make them look amazing um even though we know it there's something that happens in the back of our brain where we we can't help comparing our real life to these yeah. perfect, beautiful photoshopped images online. Yeah. So that's one of the key things. Another thing we can do is just ask ourselves, what's good about today? And it just brings us back to the moment we're in. It helps us be really mindful of the moment we're in. And, you know, what's good about today? Maybe what's good about today is, you know, I, I may be tired, but when the kids were taking a nap, I got on the treadmill. What's good about today? Um, you know, all the bills are paid and there's food in the cabinet. What's good about today? You know, my husband called and told me he loved me. Whatever it is. And it's just fighting for these little pieces of joy here and there. And like we said, in the middle of a storm of life, of stuff going on all around us all the time, where we can go, you know what, th- things are good. Things are okay. They're not perfect. They're never going to be perfect. You know, I wish I was 30 pounds lighter and a decade younger. That's, it's, it's not going to change, but, but life is still pretty good despite all everything going on and, Amen. and despite the imperfections of life. Amen. Yeah. And I would say especially as Americans, but then again, sometimes I think countries that don't have as much wealth as us are, are less burdened than we are and have less to compare themselves to. So, But we're, we're still blessed in America, and, and sometimes we have to remember that, that, that our income is well above most of the rest of the world, so we're, oh, more, yeah. we're more comfortable. Okay, so in the last four or five minutes, I just want moms to have these takeaways because each mom may get something different for her way of her path to happiness, so I want to make sure we get to a couple more. You talk about the stop doing list. Can you discuss mm-hmm. that? Yeah, it's one of the most powerful ways that we can break out of busyness. And busyness is one of those things that eats at our happiness. For most of us moms, we have a million lists with a million different things to do all the time. Yeah. But we don't take the time to go, okay, what are the things that I either need to stop doing that I'm doing now or I want to stop doing? I know I want to say no to it when it comes at me in the future. You know, I always make the joke of we get a phone call because our plumber's cousins, you know, niece needs three dozen organic brownies for school tomorrow. Will you help out? We don't have time for that mess. We have our own stuff to take care of. So just knowing in advance, I'm going to have to give a gracious no to responsibilities that I can't handle in this season of motherhood right now. Amen. Or, you know, one of my things was, um, I stopped doing less was I I had to stop staying on my phone until late at night because for a long time, when my head would hit the pillow at night, that's when I would start thinking about life, and that's when I would start getting worried about things. And I would find myself scrolling on the Internet, on Pinterest and Facebook and everything else for hours um, just because I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts. I didn't want to be alone with my worries. But, and actually, and so one of the th- it didn't make you any happier, though, to be scrolling. No. And no, I want to make sure we get to honestly, one. Finish your thought because I want to make sure we get to one oh, more yeah. question. I would literally um, fall asleep with my phone in my hand, and then I felt terrible the next day because I didn't get enough sleep. So that was just a simple thing on my top doing list. 
Yeah, stop doing that. And by the way, you gave me courage because I was supposed to do something tomorrow. And I thought, I do not have time for this. And I was stressing me out in the shower. And after when I got out of the shower, I wrote and I said, I can't do this. And it, <laughs> it was freeing. And so I give every mom permission out there. I mean, let your That's word be great. your word. And if you made a big promise, you probably should go with it. But but if not, if it's something that you sh- don't have to do, then be willing to say no. I just want you, Allie, to sum up. And, and by the way, thank you for writing this book. Thank you for writing all the books you've written. Great lessons. But one last little tidbit you want to leave moms with i've got all kinds of things you have about giving worshiping remembering renewing finding your passion what would you do for free what, what's one last lesson you want to leave moms with i think one of the most important things that we can do every single day as moms is learn to worship um, worship comes in all different ways it can come and you know however you love to worship god i love to sing even though i'm a terrible singer I'm so glad that God enjoys my singing, Um, but I can be in the worst mood. I can be stressed. Things can be terrible. And if I turn on worship music and start singing, it turns my entire day around. And I want to leave a legacy to my kids of being a worshiper, Um, not only for, for my own happiness, but we, we are created to worship. So I think just developing that into your everyday life, even if it's five minutes a day, it's really going to turn things around. It does. I've made myself do it. And you may not feel like it. You may not feel like it. And that's the point. You still oh, do yeah. it anyway. I, I love that you said that. And by the way, our kids do watch us. I watch both of my children driving now. And I think, oh, my gosh, they are copying my problems verbatim. Like, I tend to talk to other drivers, which I should not do. And now they talk to other drivers. And I think, so if you're going to worship, your kids will worship. So, Allie, thank you so much for being on the show. How do people find you? Oh, thank you so much. It's been great to be here. I'm at AllieWorthington.com, and my podcast is The Allie Worthington Show. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You and I are going to talk later, but thanks so much for being on the show. We've got a couple of winners, so that's cool. We'll let you go, Allie. I'm just going to remind people that she said a couple of really important things. Number one, make a decision to be happy, even if you don't feel like it. It can really change your day around. And she said worship can get you to that place. And then secondly, ask yourself, what is good about today? What is good about today? Even if you're dealing with sickness or financial hardship or a problem in a relationship, there's probably still one thing good about your day. So ask yourself, force yourself to ask yourself, what is good about today? I'm so grateful that you guys tune in and on Facebook and podcast and through uh, 94.7 The Word and streaming. We're grateful for our audience. You bless us. Thank you for donating to Channel Mom. You keep us alive. God gave me a message, a vision uh, years ago. I was on TV and I realized when I left television, people didn't honor my motherhood nearly as much as they honored me doing stuff on TV. And I realized with God's help, moms need to be honored and helped and cheered on and advised and encouraged that they've got one of the most important jobs on the planet. So you help us do that for moms over the airwaves, on the ground, moms transitioning out of homelessness, moms in prison, all kinds of moms. Thank you for helping us. I so appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you for all you do as a mom. Have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America, but Channel Mom aims to 
stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom Partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family. 